Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or, hopefully, how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at T-Mobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton honored membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Patience is great and all, but sometimes you need to go after what you want, especially when it comes to hiring for your business. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter makes that easy to do. They put the hustle in hiring with smart technology that finds top talent fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter find a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Teddy, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Whittacombe? Josh Whittacombe. <laughs> very good. Yeah, I think like that's very good, yeah. Solid. Hi, Rob and Josh, this is our son Teddy saying your names. Although Josh's surname sounds more like Josh Whittacombe. I hadn't noticed that, but fair enough if you want to criticise him. Teddy's four, very nearly five. Both me and my husband absolutely love the pod. Loyal listeners, thanks for being relatable and super sexy. Tiff and Dan from South Wales, but originally... Uh, Tamworth. Kent. Oh, miles away. I was going to say Thorock, actually. That would have been good. Do we have an unbalanced amount of people in the southeast of London? Or or are they just really good at writing in? Um, I think... Are you so loved in the area of Kent, Rob? I'd say I've I've got a good following in Essex and Kent. Yeah. And York, weirdly. Glasgow and Liverpool, I think I need to do work there. I still think I'm too much of a Rob, cockney wanker. selling tickets in Liverpool. I'm going, to, I'm going to ask Kevin Bridges if I can do his tour support for a bit, which really, at this stage of my career, would be a step down. It would Nothing be. wrong with doing support because no, 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 it's no. a great gig and I did loads of support, but it gets to the point where you can't really support someone when you're doing your own tours. But yes. I think maybe if Kevin Bridges let me have a go. I think Lou might be annoyed, Rob. I, I I think if you said to Lou, I'm having a year off doing my own tour, but I'm going out on tour to support Kevin Bridges. Look, I think she'd be well within her rights. It's 100 quid a gig, and the train's only 90 quid. So <laughs> with 10 quid up, what do you think? I remember doing a gig at Skipton Mart Theatre. Yeah. Yeah, which is an astonishing gig because it's yeah. during the week it is a cattle market and at the weekend they put in seats and it becomes a comedy tour venue. And yes. It, I'd say <laughs> the smell is more from the week than from the weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's only so much spilt magnets can cover up the smell of cow shit yeah, as yeah. you perform to these people that can't even believe they're there. And it's not like this is like... 
a regular occurrence. It's almost they get shuffled in going, I didn't know this was here. Yeah, why, Everyone in there is going, why are we here? How has this happened? Yeah. Talking of the Skipton cattle market, if you do go onto it, and it, it doesn't, it's a no point on the website does it make it clear that it's a cow market. It says stand up and it says people that have been on before. So it's yeah. got my picture there. Yeah. Sarah Millican. Yeah. And guess who else? Romesh. Dave Spikey. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind the gig. I enjoyed the gig. Oh, I was my main gig. memory is staying in a hotel where they didn't have a breakfast, so they just left a bag. A bag of breakfast stuff at your door. Have you ever had oh, this? Dear. A breakfast bag. Oh, they do an event called Crafts in the Pen. So you can What's do kid cra- Christmas crafts with the kids. Oh, my word. Anyway, that's, anyway. It, it is a good gig. Don't put me, it doesn't smell that much of cow poo. It's no, a no, cool no. vent. I would go, like, you don't, you're not, it's not dirty. They clean it all. They yeah, get they the clean it comes out with a jet wash beforehand. But it's a yeah. good gig. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But anyway, I didn't expect to be in a cow cattle market. No. But enough of this, Rob. Yes. How's parenting? Sorry. How's parenting? Yes. Should I tell you so, about my stag do? Yeah, let's say about stag do. And um, parenting-wise, um, I'm in Dubai. I, I had to work out here. Um, oh, yeah. So I thought I'd bring Lou and the kids out as well. So nice. I doubled up. So I'm half working. Lou had to fly on her own. And we can talk all about that in a minute because I, I want to hear about the, uh, the uh, stag do. <laughs> oh, my God, do. Rob. I just you don't my sound tea. well. No, it was hell of a stag. It was hell of a stag, Rob. Well, you sent me a photo of someone with, an, with the paramedics. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna name names because I don't know how you... This... <laughs> Pass this anecdote off to your wife without it sounding terrible. So I don't know yes. if he's told her. Right. So he's married and it's a man. Okay. We're getting yeah. to the case. We're, cu- we're getting. But what, one of the people was so hungover that he called an ambulance. <laughs> Do you know what? I respect that. I, I've thought about it. I, but he genuinely thought, this is it. I'm dying. I'm dying. And he went back to the hotel. He's in his hotel room. So where was you? What time of day was this? Where was you out drinking I, so again? I'd gone, no, we'd gone out to um, to walk up the Belfry in the centre of Bruges for our wholesome morning activity. Oh, that is a terrible start. That is awful to do, hungover. Well, luckily, they didn't have any slots, so we just went to the pub, right? And I bet, thank I God, bet the relief and the because, sag. Thank God, because if... I'd been up a belfry because my phone then rang. What the fuck's a belfry? It's like a church spire right. thing that yeah, overlooks okay. the whole of the city. It's, right, okay. It's number oh, one Do you know what? Pie. I'm so bored of being up high on holiday. Well, yeah, that's because you're in Dubai. You've got the high... No, yeah, but you've been but, up the Burj Khalifa. No, but I think we spoke about this before. It's pointless. You know what Bruges look like. You flew over it from really high. So why are you getting lower? No, no, no we didn't. No, we got the Eurostar. Right, okay. I, I take it all back. Yeah. Anyway... Yeah. So then we go and we're like, we are having a, a drink in the town square at about <laughs> quarter past 12. And my phone rings and it's one of the other people's names who has still not surfaced from the hotel. Well, he's left and then he's gone back. Yeah. And then it's not his voice. And they say, is that Josh? I'm like, sorry, what's going on? And it's someone from the hotel to say that they've called an ambulance. Oh, No. And you're in charge of the stag, so it's your I'm responsibility. You'd stag, be, so, yeah. You're the captain of the ship. At one point, everyone was like, should we all go back? I'm like, I don't think that's the right thing to do. I don't think 16 people showing up in the hotel foyer is going to be a helpful situation. <laughs> but They might have to call more ambulances. Imagine if I'd been up the belfry, Rob. 350 steps in the air. Uh, I've went up one of them belfries, one in Krakow, and I'll tell you what, because the, they're so old, they're slippy steps as well. It's hard yeah. work. 
I, I did a think on a chain. there would have been a moral conundrum. What if I'd got that call when I was 20 steps from the top? Would I have gone <laughs> straight back to the hotel? No, you would have gone top. I would have quick look, quick photo down. Yeah. So you went back on your own to the hotel? No, Ellis came with me. Right. We went back so to the like hotel. Ellis, we're slowly working it out. Yeah. Or is that a bluff? <laughs> okay, nice work. All right. Okay, he's married. He's not Ellis or Josh. Okay, that's yeah. 16. That's 16 people. That's 14 yeah. options we've got now. Yeah. So uh, we went back and um, he was lying on the sofa in reception with a yeah. wet flannel on his forehead that they'd given him. <laughs> the paramedics hadn't yet shown up. Um, I couldn't believe And I'd say... This is pathetic. How much, was it after, a big night? Uh, well, I was panicked, because obviously you've been called back by someone saying, yeah. we've had to call an ambulance. So you're <laughs> panicked, panicked. I'd say within 15 seconds of seeing him, I thought, this is fine. This is <laughs> okay, totally right. fine. <laughs> okay. um, he had been on his bathroom floor. You know when you lie on the bathroom floor because it's nice and cold when you hang over? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> But not for about 20 years. <laughs> so he, he was lying on the bathroom floor uh, on the uh, cold tiles and he said he got pins and needles in his face. And <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. It's, it's fine because I know he's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's all fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and then he got... Uh, pins and needles in his arms and he said his hands just went into the crab position he couldn't move them and he started to panic <laughs> um anyway he then went downstairs how sideways <laughs> <laughs> walk like an Egyptian walk like an Egyptian he walked oh. into reception he said yeah hospital hospital ambulance ambulance <laughs> I drunk at the wrong point, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then they they called an ambulance, looked after yeah. him. Uh, the ambulance showed up when we were there. Yeah. Two paramedics. They gave him one of those masks with the with a bag on it that you just breathe in and out of. Like an you know? oxygen one. Like an oxygen mask. Yeah. He basically was, I mean, it's great for our feature. He's basically having a panic attack because he was so hungover. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Bless him. Because he couldn't regulate his breathing, right? And that's what—that's what he. So it was he. He. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't yeah. be laughing that much, no. but it is quite funny, yeah. isn't it? He—he he, he saw the funny side very quickly. Also, I know, I know who it is, right? I've deduced it, and he—it's uh, not a surprise, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's. he's I, I think he's. I'd have him down as a, someone who would like panic a bit. And so we got we got a photo of him with the paramedic. The paramedics were a great <laughs> laugh. <laughs> We'll have to get him on the podcast. I'll be honest with you. Once, once on a stag do, someone's <laughs> called a paramedic, an ambulance, yeah. because the hangover's so bad. It really is. Everything else is in the shade after that point. Do you know what I mean? That's your big moment. That's yeah, oh, yeah nothing. Yeah, that's good. But that's the headline from the trip. That's the headline from the. After that, anything else that happens really after, in the following day is is a small fry compared to the man who called the <laughs> paramedic with a hangover. So how long were the paramedics there for? 15 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought you'd called the paramedics at one point, because I, I, no. I, so you, you half mentioned this on text, and I said yeah. to Lou, and Lou went, fucking hell, Josh loves the hospital. <laughs> 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 so 
actually thought you'd no, called him. No, Even on a stag day, he, has to, no. <laughs> he has to seek medical attention for people he's looking after. No, I hadn't called them. But did they were do, lovely. Did you do his temperature? <laughs> so apart from that, what, how else was the stag? Was it, did, how did you behave? Did you get oh, drunk? I was or really bad on Friday night. Well, I was in bed by half ten. What I'd say is, that's good. What I'd say is you... Um, you, it's quite really busy and stressful that lead up to the book launch stuff. There's people wanting a lot from you, and you're everywhere and putting on your. I'd front. built up when a lot to it, Rob. I'd yes, built up a lot. You was really looking forward to it. Like a, I did say to the writers, I'm probably not going to drink on the Euro start. And I, I, that that was a lie to myself. Drink, that was drink, a lie to myself. I, well, we train. What time did you get on the train? Eleven. But we had a pint at um, St Pancras. Yeah, that's you've got to have a pint on the first start, start yeah. the start of a stag. Yeah, and then we drunk on the train, and then you get there, and the beer is eight percent, Rob. So there's a round of eight percent beers, and then just two of them, and then you're absolutely south of the border, really. <laughs> what? Where Germany? <laughs> we bumped into I bumped into a stranger in McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, and he was like, "You're right, Josh," and I was like, "You're right," and he was like. He said, yeah, uh, I actually uh, rescued you a bit last night. You just stood in the street like a zombie. And I put you down, I, I took you in and put you on a chair. I was like, oh, my God. So how did you, so you met that bloke last night? Is no, it I just bumped like into him in McDonald's. It's a small town, so he just saw me the next morning. Right, OK, and you, he sorted you out the night before. You're, you're stood there like you're on Spice. Yeah. Was it good, though? It was fun. We didn't, we didn't go up the Belfry no, because of that. No, fine. And then we were going to go on a boat trip. That was the other wholesome activity. But we had to abandon that because my friend had called a paramedic. So that, that meant that we just had to go straight to lunch. So activities were 8% beer and uh, medical attention. Medical attention, yeah, yeah. was the activity. Yeah, okay. Most people get um, a stripper, he gets a paramedic. It's a Josh Whittaker run stag. Exactly. It's very on brand, Rob. If anyone's getting stripped, it's you with big scissors to get to the body. <laughs> very, very on brand. Um, very and how about the actual stag? Did the actual stag, Tom um, Crane get um Yeah, he, he yeah. did well. He he did really well. We did Mr. and Mrs. That was fun. Yeah. Um, lots of fun. Lots of fun to be had. It was really fun. It's, so was it two nights? Two nights. And then how was it getting back to sort the kids out? Because obviously Rose had the kids. Yeah, I was. I didn't. I didn't get a hero's welcome. I'd no. say in return. And, okay. But I was anticipating that because I don't think I gave her a hero's welcome after she'd been on the hen. You've always what got I mean? to give them a hero's welcome. And go, don't like, get, let them come in and go like, no, 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 you must be tired. It's tiring. It is tiring. Have a lie down. I'll deal with them till bedtime. Yeah. Then you've got it in the back pocket next time. Yeah. It shouldn't be a trade-off, but it really is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's life, isn't it, Rob? I remember that once I picked Lou up from the station. She'd been to London and stayed overnight with her friends. And then she stayed shopping and lunch all day. I picked her up at six and she got in the car. I was like, you all right? Like that. She went, yeah. Oh, yawned. I went, oh, I'm tired. And I went, stop talking. <laughs> Even if you are, just got to keep that to yourself, mate. You've had lunch. That's what you did today. Yeah. You ate lunch. It's difficult, isn't it? Because the problem with the with the going away for the stag, like if you both go away, like when we went to Glastonbury, you both come back. It's not an unbalanced thing. Do you know? You're what in I mean? it together. You're in it together. But when you come back and the other one's been parenting all weekend, <laughs> so he, when did you get back? Sunday, five pm Sunday. Oh, oh, that is a dark time, isn't it? It wasn't ideal. And then did you have to do bath and bedtime, or did Rose do it? Uh, we both did it. But you weren't too bad Sunday. You, you went no, hard on the fine. Friday. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and the thing about thing about going hard enough to go go to bed at ten thirty is you've actually had quite a good sleep. Yeah, well, that's that's why I did a Joe Swashy stag. Go hard at lunchtime in bed by half ten because no one's getting up before ten. That is a twelve-hour window to sleep and rest. Yeah, exactly. For you like to go three nights sleep two months ago. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover inside the house there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings wherever you get your podcasts. It was a fun stag do. So tell me about um, tell me about your week. When they're six and four, day flight with iPads or whatever yeah, device. Fine, we right? got Fiest, whatever they're called. Um, it, what she said it actually wasn't too bad. It's more the, it's more hassle at the airport and after. But what they do do in Dubai, which I didn't realise, you can book like a meet and greet service where as you get off the plane, and I don't know how much it was, I think it was about 40 or 50 quid, which Ooh. isn't cheap, but it, someone met Lou as she got off the plane and then walked her through immigration and like pushed all the bags and yeah, then yeah, went yeah. to went to the um, carousel, helped Lou get the bags and the thing, and then Lou could hold the girl's hands, and then he he pushed all the bags and to yeah. the transfer, <clears throat> which you don't really need if um, well what happened was I I booked by accident for me as well. What? Oh no, Rob. Oh no. <laughs> right, so, oh no. Right. So if you so you had a helping hand on your <laughs> right. own. Yeah, so it's like, it's like it was perfect for Lou. Because yeah. if you arrive oh on your own that with two so little mortifying. kids, someone turns up and they have her name on the sign, and then that way she's not trying to look after the kids. Because if you need to go a wee, the kids can need a wee, there's no one to watch the bags, you don't want to leave your bag, blah, blah, blah. So it worked really well, and they got her to the transfer, put all the bags in the boot while Lou sorted out the kids. So it's basically someone yeah. helped with the bag. Anyway, but I did it, and I because and I, I, I came on the night flight after working, and um, I got there, I was all tired, and I was like, I saw the board, I was like, oh no. So I didn't have any bags, just me and my backpack. Oh my God. And then I had one hold luggage, and I just walk along with this bloke, I'm like, you're right? He's like, yep. And I'm just walking with him. Shows me like, the immigration thing as I go through there. Then we're just at the carousel, and then like, I go to pick the bag up, and then oh he picks it up. God. I was like, no, I'll get it. Oh God. And then oh I, God. Also, I'm I, I, packed, I packed my bag drunk the night before, and I couldn't remember what was in it or oh, what no. bag it was. And it went past me twice, and he went, give me the ticket thing, and he had to read. The- it's actually quite invaluable, because I would have stood there for hours. My bag <laughs> went past me twice. <laughs> and, um, and it was so awkward. It was so... And I was like, oh, because oh, I just no. done the booking wrong. It was so, it's so, so embarrassing. Did, were you honest with him about it? Like, did you say, I didn't mean to book you? Yeah, but then that's sort of like, so, like yeah, I'm playing games with him. Way, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? I didn't mean to book you, but now I've got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was just really awkward. Because like, what meant to do with that information? Leave? Yeah, oh, I'm not going to get a refund at that point. He's already waited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a bit embarrassing. That and is I was like, embarrassing. I'm going to go to the toilet, and he was like, "Okay," and he just waited for he me didn't. To the toilet. Oh, like, I no, didn't. 
I ain't coming with me. <laughs> Got to get my money's worth out of this guy. I'm going to go to the toilet. If come, you can... on, come, come on. <laughs> but um, no, it's been, yeah, it's, been, it's been fun out here. It's lovely, lovely for the kids. We did um, uh, the swimming pool. You know, I said when they're six and four, it's actually fine, the swimming pool, because they can sort of, yeah, I take that back. So what's happened now is they've become confident swimmers, Josh, which yeah. just involves them jumping on me, nearly knocking me yeah. out. And yeah, and then what they'll do is they'll go underwater for a swim. So they are good swimmers, but I couldn't leave them in the pool on their own. They're six and four. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't leave them in on their own. But what they'll do is they'll go underwater, but swim like five breaststrokes. And then you literally can't find them. They pop up about six metres away. Oh, my God. And I'm like, fucking come back. And, but but <laughs> How you, good are they? They're really good. They're really good at swimming. They're really confident swimmers, and it's so hot here that you basically they're in the pool all the day, all day. Yeah. So they're just getting better and better each day. Yeah, they're, they're doing. They've been doing pranks. So anyway, one of them was just bobbing around in the water, and I sort of picked her up and you okay? And then she went, and then it turns out they're pretending to drown. Oh my god! Oh god! To make me stressed. Oh mate! And then one of them come over and went. She's banged her head and she's bleeding, and she was like under the towel. I was like, Oh, oh my god! I rung over and I was like, What's wrong? What's wrong? I picked the towel up and the little one went pranked you. Oh my god! That I don't know. That what is I, not. That, that is, is not an acceptable prank. <laughs> I know. I don't know if they've been watching something, but they keep going. They keep saying these awful things. I tell going, you what, Rob. Pranked you. But tell I've you got what. to sort that out. It's difficult to tell them off for pranking as well because they think oh, it's no. funny. So you're really gotcha. changing the tone. Do you know what I mean? To go. Yeah, but she's actually this is serious. Pranked you. Yeah, yeah, I know, but that's a difficult kind of gear shift, isn't it? Yeah, but also you like we're in this pool for like two more days now. We've been here a few days. We're in here for two more days. I'm not. I don't think I want to really draw a line in the sand on water-based pranks, considering the next time they're going to go swimming is probably next April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it hill you want to die on? Which is, is a fun little holiday thing that you hope will die off, or am I am I whipping out the timeout step every time they pretend to crack their head? Um, oh, God. So, um, but, yeah, they keep going, prank you. <laughs> I'm like, you little shit. And, and also now, because they, like, probably want to swim in the deep end, that's, like, I've got to be in there with them. Yeah. And, like... I am, I am so burnt. I can't get the cream on my head and shoulders quick enough. Like, because it's so hot. So I'll get in there and like, the, the, I re, I'd say my shoulders and head are puce red, bottom half white, as white as a boat. Like bright white, but this, and I, and I, I've, I, I, I've been putting 50 on my face and shoulders, but I just can't keep up with the water and sweat. But I, I'm, I might have to get like, a, put an hat on and one of them like dad t-shirts. Yeah, you can. Because oh, I'm in there all day. In the pool. God, yeah, but I'm is, in there is all Lou, day. Is Lou not part of the, the pool rotations? No, Lou, Lou is doing a fair shift, to be honest. However, the UFC was on it on out here, and I went over to do the UFC in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Right, which is an hour drive away, okay? Yeah. So not I didn't out. When you went over to do the UFC, you weren't fighting. I didn't Yeah, a bit, bit of work. I had to have fight this Russian <laughs> geezer. No, I wasn't fighting. <laughs> I'd say that's if if you had had a UFC fight, I'd say that's probably what we'd lead the podcast with, as opposed to <laughs> be, uh, as opposed yeah. to your burnt shoulders in the swimming pool. By the way, I also did a UFC fight. Yeah, I was laying in the octagon going prank you. <laughs> didn't really hurt myself. Prank you. Um, yeah, so I, I went out and there's been lots of football on, so I've been going to watch the football occasionally, and um, I went to watch UFC on Saturday. So Lou had the kids for the evening. Right. So the next day, Lou was going to go out and do something um, like with her friend, but in the end, she ended up just sitting around the pool. But 
every other day she sort of got involved because that was her day to chill. Yeah. She, and I respect it actually, was like, nope, you at the UFC, I'm not getting in the pool. And she oh, just laid by word. the pool all day. And at one point I had thought, because there was this, I've got, you've got some friends out here and their kids are in the pool. And they had babysat for us to go out for dinner for our anniversary. Me and I went out for dinner. So I was like, why don't you sit there and have a couple of hours because you you know, trading off childcare. I had all four of them in the pool, Josh, at one point. It was fucking... Be- Have you ever tried to... Oh. How do these people with four children cope? Oh it was men's... I, they would jump... And also, I had ranging from, like, four to, like, eight. So the eight-year-old's basically better swimmer than me, but she's launching everywhere, trying to keep up with her. There's one that can sort of swim, but is still wearing a life vest. My two that can swim, but occasionally will hold on to me because they're going under and it was mental and then one of the our friend's kids got out of the pool and went to the bed to like get something I went to Lou Lou do you mind watching them when they're out of the water Even, I know it was a day off of kids I went do you mind watching them when they're out of the water and she went well how will I know when they've got out I was like well how the fuck am I supposed to watch them I can't do I can't do land and sea even the emergency services split that up but yeah, that was brutal. But then it was, the UFC was worth it though. But it was, oh, mate. So went to Abu Dhabi, an hour away from Dubai. Got tickets to go to the UFC. So the UFC's uh, like fighting in an octagon, yeah, right? Yeah, MMA, MMA fighting based yeah. in America. But they do a lot of, there's a lot of um, Middle Eastern and Russian and different fighters. And from it's brutal, Middle, isn't it? It is really brutal, yeah. And it, so it's like boxing, but you're out to kick and elbow and there's little... It's really a brutal thing. And I've never been before. And so I was doing a bit of work out here and then I was doing a little bit of work with the UFC. So I went to watch it as well. Yeah. So it was sort of half work, half... But I can't tell Lou that's work, even though it was a bit work. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got to the arena, right? Hour away, Abu Dhabi. Get out, get yeah. the tickets. Go to go in. PCR, please. Pardon? What? Oh, no. P- PCR test. Uh, what is this? Sorry, 2021. <laughs> I know. I went. So I went. What? And then went, I went. Let's just go in a pub and sort this out. Went to go in a bar. PCR. Pardon? You cannot enter what? a public space in Abu Dhabi without a PCR test from at least 30 days away. So, so you queue up and get a PCR test. Yeah. So you do. You queuing up. So yeah. there's about. We're really early, so it's fine. But there's about 100 people. Well, 50 people queuing up. So now this is the most high pressure PCR I've ever had in my life because I don't oh know if God. I've got COVID or not. Your then option is between UFC or isolating for the rest of your holiday. <laughs> yes! Like, you're suddenly like, wait a minute. I, I just, I've put my whole holiday in jeopardy without realising it. Yeah. So we're queuing up and I'm like, it's either the best news of all time or the worst news of all time. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? But negative, yeah. we're, in, we're into the UFC, not a problem. Anyway, queue up, do it. All three of us are negative. That was one of the biggest buzzes. Imagine if I've one ever... of you hadn't been. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, but then I think we'd we'd have to go home and isolate for twenty four hours because of close proximity. Oh my word! Anyway, the stress. We queued up, got a PCR negative, got oh. in the arena. I have I like now, Josh. I go to the boxing. I'm from South East London. I've sort of growing yeah. up, moved in circles with I'd say some hard looking blokes, right? Maybe more yeah. so than your average sort of. Uh, it's what it's, yeah. It's why you're so. It's why you're so hard yourself. No, it's it's why I'm so good at avoiding trouble and spotting it and running away quickly. Basically, right, when yeah, you grow up yeah. where I grew up, you're either hard or you're very good at finding out when it's going to kick off and leaving. Right, we went yeah, into yeah. the arena. I have never seen so many hard-looking bastards in my life. A lot of rock, just absolute units, right? We get in, yeah. we've got our tickets, and basically there's a lot of local, there's a couple of fighters, there's a, a, Dubai, a guy from Dubai fighting on the undercard. So it's rammed full of locals, rammed full of people that have travelled in. A few English as well, but not many. We get in, 
go to find our seats. We find them, three massive blokes, and I go, Oh, no, no, no. I no, think no. you're in our seat. What sat in your seat? Oh, you didn't, did you? I went, well, What have we got to do? To stand up at the back? I went, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. I went, I think you're in our seats. And he went, No, we're not. Oh, God. And oh, I God. went, OK, and just walked off. Oh, no, Rob. And then me what? and my two mates were just at the back trying to work out what to do. And then. Could you say, Could you tell me which seats you were meant to be in and then we'll sit in them? <laughs> I'm happy to have our seats. I'm happy to be your bitch, but can you just let us yeah. know where I can go and be pathetic and sit down yeah, yeah, rather exactly. than stood at the back? There must be three empty seats nearer the back that you've obviously turned yeah. down. So anyway, we went to the toilet and I was like, and then we just went, look, we've just got to go in and then tell them and then find one of the security people there to, to <gasps> move them, right? Anyway. Snitched. Anyway, we get back, two of them had left. To go and get drinks or just left, I don't left. know where, don't know where. So me, me, two of us sit down. And we said to everyone, you're, that you're in our seat. He went, oh, what? And he went, oh, okay. Uh, and he was like the smaller one. He went, oh, okay. And then he just he just tr- walked. And, in, and there was a seat in front of us. And he just jumped over the seat and sat there. Oh, my God. This guy doesn't give a fucking shit, does he? And we were there, just three little skinny little, well, not skinny, but compared to them, we were skinny. Little, little weedy, three little weedy little English, runs. little run English boys, a little white, with our shorts on, little white legs, just sat there. And I, we just said, we are not moving. We're going to sit down for the entire time. And then there was just people. It was just carnage. We're basically just chancing their arm and just getting to the front and waiting for someone to move them on. And then luckily Uh, some harder people come and sat near us that had tickets and then moved them along. But I I thought there was going to be fights in the crowd. But anyway, it was so funny. I felt so pathetic that bigger boys... The bigger boys are taking yeah, our seats. I wouldn't. I, there's no way. I, I I respect you for going back to your seats. We, yeah, but we had we had to leave and do a little bit of a. We all had a vodka Red Bull and just had a chat. I was like, right, we're going to go back in and just say because they are our seats. It's rude what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not. Acceptable. You know, talking. It's actually not acceptable. I've seen there's some security guards. So we could tell them and they'll move them for us. But luckily, we didn't have to have a confrontation. But did you do the talking, Rob? Um, I did some. I did some of the talking. Another guy was with. Did a bit more yeah. talking. But yeah, it was fine. But it was just. It yeah. was carnage. But basically, there's such big UFC fans out here. It only comes once every year, and they had a local guy on that won, and he was an underdog, and it was mental in there. It was, and so there, it was like a proper like. It felt the, the closest atmosphere was the final of the Euros when everyone just bunked in. That's yeah. what it felt like. But it was unbelievable. It was an One unbelievable of the worst event. days in British sporting history. Yeah, yeah but... To be- the closest I can compare it to <laughs> is that thing that brought shame on our nation. But but once the security come in, they sorted all the tickets out and sent everyone to the back. It's just because we got there early. and there was, That normally happens in boxing. When you get there early, people go to the front and come back. But UFC was absolutely unbelievable. I'm definitely going to oh, go well, again. Word. But I was quite scared. A bit scared. Um, but then I got... Oh, we God. didn't get back until three in the morning, right? And, oh, uh, my God. And, and, and then, so we were hungry because we hadn't had dinner. And then I ordered a, they've got Deliveroo. I ordered like a KFC and Deliveroo, right? Yeah. And normally they've been really late and, it, and, I, and I ordered it to come like, like, like 10 past two in the morning. To the hotel. Yeah. Anyway, I've ordered it and we got held up in traffic. And like, oh no, oh no. And they were like, oh no. Oh no. And then oh no. My, oh no, my mates were like, oh no. what if, what if, what if he gets there before though? He'll go into reception, they'll ring Lou. I was like, oh no. Oh my God. Imagine ringing that. Imagine a, imagine a three AM phone call from a KFC delivery. Oh my god! Anyway, so I'm like, no, it'd be oh fine. It'd be fine. They've been late all holiday because what we've been doing is in this hotel. It's quite expensive for the kids' lunch, and we've been getting Deliveroo like Happy Meals and KFC yeah. and Domino's, and just bringing it in. You're smuggling in 
cheaper food for the kids. Yes. And also, they're more likely to eat it. They're more likely to eat it, and it's honestly about half... The hotels are very expensive out here, like, for drinks and food. Like, there's a shop about 20-minute walk away where it's, like, 65p for a can of drink. Around the pool, they're about about eight, ten quid. It's mental. Yeah. So, we... Yeah, yeah, anyway... um, and what's quite good, what are good in these hotels though? They normally have like some sort of club lounge thing. It's a bit more money to pay for, but you get like a fr- three hours of free drinking. So we've get, we get oh, three yeah. hours of free drinking, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. We've been getting absolutely shit faced and then just riding that way through dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, so I was like, oh my God, I went, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Delivery's been late. Every time we've ordered it at lunch, it's been late, it's been late. And they're getting in my head going, yeah, but it's 2 a.m., Rob. The roads are quiet. It'll be fine. I'm like, no, it'll be fine. Anyway. We turn the corner and then my mate goes, oh, look, there's a KFC delivery bike. I was like, yeah, good one, mate. Winding me up. Like, <gasps> there's never a KFC. It's always Deliveroo or Just Eat, isn't it? Yeah. There was literally a motorbike that had KFC written on it. Empty <laughs> at, the, at the front of the hotel. <laughs> I, 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 was climb, I was trying to climb out of the car window, like trying to get... And I run out and then luckily the bloke was just sat on a bench. He went, Mr. Beckett. I was like, yes, thank you. Thank he was just you. sat on a bench waiting for well, you. He'd only just got there. He was literally had his phone out and he was and, and, and I, my 3G had rung out and he was, about, he was going, hi, he was like, come to room, question mark. And I was, I reckon, five oh, minutes away word. from him waking up, Lou and the kids. It would have been absolute <laughs> carnage. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. An uh, 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 Arabian adventure thing where you take you into the desert. I've done it. I've never done this before. You what? Well, it's like you basically they pick you up from the hotel, drive you to the desert, let down the tires, and go all over the sand dunes. It's well good fun. And yeah. um, you go over the sand dunes, and um, and then like it's fun like ride, and then you go um, and watch the sunset and have a little drink on the sand dunes. Um, yeah. uh, what I would say, and then, and then and then you go to a camp that's built into the sand, and they do sandboarding. So there's all this going on, all sort of local culture kind of stuff, um, which is great unless your children hate sand. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I I must have heard them shout. It's so sandy about a thousand times, and all you want to do is scream in their face. It's a fucking desert. <laughs> Surely they knew what they were signing up well, to, I, right? Well, the sandboarding, though, mate, right? It was so hot, right? And the sandboarding, you, you have to walk up, I'd say, like 50-foot June. 
Oh my god, no! Thank on a you. rope, right? I didn't even do the in, belfry. In thirty-five degrees, holding a a, a snowboard thing, but for sand. Same, yeah. it's the same thing, but you know what I mean. Anyway, I'm getting that. I'm, I've got a kid in one hand, holding a holding the sandboard thing and a rope. Right, I got up there. My mate who had his Apple Watch on, his heart rate was one hundred and twenty-eight. <laughs> Right, so at the top of this sand dune, it's all blah. Lou did it as well. We're all stood in line, and then I got, we get on the the bald thing, fly down this sand dune about hundred miles an hour, get to the bottom. I'm still out of breath. I've done oh, the ride. I've walked, oh, but it, it was it was amazing. It was a good little trip that. But um, yeah, don't I wouldn't do it if your kids don't like sand. Yeah, yeah, this is quite funny as well. There was a, the kids were playing with these teenagers that was like in the camp. There was like a little dance area that where we watched belly dancers and stuff. And these teenagers were, were doing cartwheels on it. So my kids were doing it all, and they were just chatting and getting on. They were going, "What's your mum's name? What's your dad's name?" and stuff like that. And the, yeah. and the teenagers were answering. And then my kids went, they went to my kids. What's your mum called? It's like, oh Louise. And I went, what's your dad called? My daughter went, Rob Beckett. Have you seen him on the telly? Oh no. Oh no. Mortifying. Absolutely awful. That is. That is. Really? Have they seen you on the toilet? Of course they fucking have, mate. Of course they No. No, well, the kid, the the one kid had, the parents had no idea that was off the telly. Um, And then, oh, I I should have, I did, I was a little bit unsalty. No, salty. I was a bit salty at a dinner thing. Yeah. They do these brunch things that are like really lovely food and they do kids' ones where. We went to one that was like a Beauty and the Beast themed where you yeah. eat and drinks all included, lovely food, lovely drinks, and there was like entertainment for the kids from like yeah. one till five. So it's a fun thing to do. And it's, yeah, I was doing that. And there was a lot of drunk English people there because it was unlimited booze. Yeah. And this old bloke come up to me and he was like, first of all, he just sat down behind us on the table listening weirdly. And I was like, you're right. And he, and he was being a bit rude. And he went to me, I don't know who you are. But oh, you look familiar. Yeah, here we go. And I, I went, I went, and I was a bit pissed. And I went... I don't know who you are and you don't look familiar. And it was really tense. Not well. Oh, no. (laughs) He walked off, though, so that sort of went well. But I don't know if that was out of order or not saying that. No, I think I don't know who you are is quite a... But my kids get all a bit defensive when people do that and start holding my hand and cuddling me. It's quite cute. Um, But anyway, yeah, we're back. We're coming back. Um, We'll be back by the time this goes out. It was a sort of quick work trip. Have you got anything else you want to uh, share? Well, just just first first ever half time, first ever half term this. Yeah, so how's it? Because normally before was it you had nursery that was all year and now it's your first half term. How's it going? And is your son still in nursery? Yeah, so my son's still in nursery, but he's only yeah. in two days a week. So, so this is we're a little bit ahead. So this has gone out. Half term will have finished by now, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Basically, so are you haven't. So you're in the mid, the start of it well, here, aren't you? She's at half term activities today yeah. at school. Yeah. Which. Um, oh right. So. I'll be honest with you. She was quite disappointed it was half term. So. Oh really? She likes it. Yeah, she likes it. But so I, you're back in. So what? How long is she in for half term activities? What is, is that what, a few other days? Monday and Thursday. No, full day. Full days Full on day. Monday and Thursday. As this morning, I didn't know what's the ruling on uniform. Is this, is all all rules off, or is this more school? I don't know what the score is. Oh, it's got to be no uniform in half term. You're already sending be, it back to it? the fucking school. What's the point of exactly. half term? That was my view. No, you had your own clothes day, mate. Is it? Yeah, good. Well, my kids have got henna tattoos on their hands. Oh yeah. Said it doesn't. It lasts for two weeks. So. Yeah, they'll still have Enna by the time they go back to school. Oh, so, well, yeah, look, we'll report back. But um, and, uh, any, any other business from you? You're good, Josh? No, I'm just, I, I regret we haven't organised enough for half term. It's a classic situation. No, embrace having space. Embrace the space. Everything's thinking, you could wake up in the morning and say to her, what do you want to do today? 
Yeah. Well this, well, this is what I've promised my kids. Kids in charge day. Kids in charge day. So they're desperate to do a kids in charge day. And because I'm yeah, away, well, that's I'm every day in my house. Okay, no, but no, but this is like, they can do, like, can do whatever they want. I want jelly for breakfast. You're right. allowed it. Kids in charge day. It feels a bit like what would you would do the first day out of prison after 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> kids in charge day. Um, so kids in charge day. So I've said they can do that um, when they break up for Christmas holidays. Nice. Um, when I'm back, because I'm, I'm away working a little bit. Um, How are you feeling about the Australia trip, Rob? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it'll be... I'll miss them. They'll miss me. But um, I've got to do it. It's um, it's the only time I could do it. And then, like I say, for my work, it's feast and famine. So sometimes I'm away. But then I, I do have more breaks. How are you going to work the, 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 the um, FaceTiming? What time are you planning well, to be in touch with I, your kids? I've not really looked into that. But I imagine I'll be doing... If I do late in the evening, it'll be early in the morning there. But it's not too bad that with FaceTime. It's a lot easier. If they... If what, hang on, what time I, is I it? I think, Rob, I think if you're a good dad, you'll be getting up at 6am to just say goodnight to them. Right. I time think if in you're Sydney a good dad, is 9pm. 9, 9 What's it at home? 11am 11, 11 in the UK. So, uh, yeah. So, when they go to bed at 8pm, that'll be nine hours time. I can time. skip up Oh, fuck. See, what, this is why it's difficult. Because what I want to do is speak to them late at night after the gig before they go to school. Yeah, that is going to be bedlam want, in the Rob, house. What they want is you just to... Speak to them before they go to bed, 6am Australia time. I think you owe them that. I think you owe them that, Rob. I think you, you know should be setting your alarm. I find, this is really bad. I find it easier not seeing them on FaceTime. So my rule is, unless they, they ask, I don't. Right. Because yeah, I yeah. find it kicks off indoors because yeah. it disrupts the flow of what's going on. And it's selfish in a way because it's me wanting to see them. And yeah, actually yeah. me seeing them reminds them. Yeah. Kids are way better at dealing with stuff like so this you're, than so the you're adults. So you're going to give yourself some lines, is what you're saying? No, no, no. But so I just gonna, think, you, rather than FaceTime them before bed, you think it's better that you just lie in? No, I think kids deal with being kids would deal with the moment better than adults because that we weigh ourselves down okay. with expectation. Yeah. Kids don't; they're just existing, cracking on with stuff. So yeah. I think I will wait for their lead to want to FaceTime okay. me, than vice versa, because um, I think it's unfair sometimes when you just burst in on a FaceTime and you're laying yeah, yeah. on a bed in a hotel and lose like fuck off. I'm trying to do breakfast. They're already kicking off now. They're using you against me, kind of thing. But I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm trying to not think about that. There's plenty of us thinking about the now, Josh, and now it's time for small business shout-outs. Oh, look at that link. Hi, Rob, Josh and Michael. My sister-in-law, Gemma, has started a wonderful small business that I think deserves a shout-out. Gemma has a beautiful daughter, Soraya, who is now seven, and like many Moana, Tiana and Maribel-loving children, requested a princess party for her birthday. Gemma was able to find dozens of princess party entertainers for the princesses of white ethnicity, but no companies who provided any princesses of colour. Realising that there would be many other families across the country who had encountered this lack of diversity and coming from from a family of singers herself, she, she decided to start her own business. A Princess Like Me is a party agency for princess entertainers of colour with various packages that include doorstep experiences, personalised princess video messages and full princess events with fun games, singing performances, storytelling and much more. Gemma hopes she can provide a magical day for children wishing to meet their favourite princesses who to this point have been massively underrepresented. The business is currently based in Hertfordshire and London, but is looking to expand soon. And I know a shout out from you would make all the difference to her. You can find out more at aprincesslikeme.co.uk or Instagram, aprincesslikemeuk. Thanks for all the laughs. My wife and I listen to every episode. Cheers, Rob and Siobhan. Thank you very much. That's a great one. That is a good so one. So that's aprincesslikeme.co.uk. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back on Friday. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next, uh, next time. Uh, Friday for an interview. An interview? 
That sounds an exciting. Interview? A guest. Yes, an interview. It's a guest. It's a an chat, interview. isn't it? A chat. Just like an informal chill out chat for you guys and girls. Just, yeah. Chatting. Um, see well, you on what, Friday, What Josh. you can get from this is me and Rob don't know which interview it is, so we're trying <laughs> desperately not to say the name because we're not sure which one it is. But you'll find Correct. out on Friday. As will we. 